Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. Want to go to Greece? Together? No, seriously. How about the spring of 2023? That's right. My favorite yogi, Jose Portillo, and I are back. We are hosting our first international yoga, wellness, life coaching retreat in Greece. And you can pre-register to be one of the first people to apply. We are only taking 10 people, and I would love for you to be one of them. So to stay in the know, visit www.letscreateyourfate.com and get on that list to apply. See you in Greece. Welcome to today's episode of the Create Your Fate podcast. I'm life coach Meg Ellis. I am back with my bestie, Elena. What's up, girl? Hey. We back. Part two. (laughs) We're here to continue talking about body images. (laughs) Yes, we are. There's so much to talk about. Honestly, this could probably be a 14-part series, but we're going to wrap it up in two. So if you missed the last episode, definitely tune into that. Uh, we talked about um, the 90s and uh, we was were, it her- when we were young <laughs> when we were young heroin chic was in as a body type um, speaking of 90s I'm in Austin right now and I have this temporary podcast setup going on and I'm getting some serious are you afraid of the dark vibes in this <laughs> tiny house with very bad lighting so if you're watching this on YouTube Thanks for putting up with it. So, I thought you were going to say, speaking of 90s, I'm currently in 90 square feet. <laughs> I'm in 90s. Honestly, I have no idea how many square feet it is. This is my first time <laughs> staying in a, in a tiny house. Um, mm-hmm. It also said, so if you missed the last episode, check it out. But it's it advertised kitchen, and that meant two spoons and one knife. And it also <laughs> said... And there was a microwave. A dorm dorm microwave fridge combo. Right, exactly. And actually, there's a mini fridge in here too. And I put my like half of an avocado in it. And it came out fully frozen, like a weapon. So I'm like, oh, this is is my biggest um, protection in this tiny house. A half frozen (laughs) or frozen half of an avocado. (laughs) So... Went in a pinch. You can't even get the pit out with your knife. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's absolutely, I'm just, I'm going to leave it. We've, we've grieved it. And we've moved on. It's literally a butter knife. Yeah. Um, but it also said that there is a washer here and there is no washer. Is there a hose? I think they meant the sink. <laughs> so, and I came and I'm teaching seven soul cycle classes in Austin. And I went to the studio manager today. I said, Hey, I think I might have to wash my clothes at the studio because I need more outfits, you know? So she's like, yeah, bring them in. You can wash them here. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Anyway, read the fine print. It's a lovely place. 90 square feet, I think. Tiny house. Super cute. But not what was advertised, you know? Right. Kind of leading right into our Photoshop conversation. We talked a lot about Photoshop. Also, not what is advertised. You know, it just looks yeah. different. A nice segue back into body image. So uh, definitely check out the first episode. It's uh, just, I think, the last episode. So check it out and tune in because we're going to, we were talking, you know, I love this conversation that I wanted to continue just about would you, what was the, what was the way your, your, 
Solidcore instructor phrased that poll on his Instagram. Do you feel that um, a coach or fitness professional instructor, personal trainer needs to be in good shape in order to be somebody that you would go to? Something Mm -hmm. along those lines. Like that wasn't exactly the wording, but that was the gist of the the question. So it's interesting because where would that apply in a different industry? Uh, Would you go to a dentist with bad teeth? 90% of dentists have bad teeth. Would you go to a hairstylist with, I don't know, I guess the joke is like a bald hairstylist or uh, the cobbler who doesn't have shoes, like things like that. I think, I mean, it probably does apply across a couple different things, but not specifically related to how your body looks or how your body is shaped. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we've just gotten a little too comfortable talking about other people's bodies freely. And it's not even in a negative way, right? I mean, a lot of times it is in a negative way. You know, you see trolls and and everything on social media and even, um, you know, I remember when Jada Pinkett Smith was the butt of that joke, was that last year at the uh, Oscars? Mm -hmm. And, you know, that around the world. Yes, really, though. (laughs) And just just this eruption of stop talking about people's insecurities and bodies right publicly. Mm -hmm. And even, you know, if you say something and you intend it to be a good thing. You do not know how the other person is going to interpret it, you know? And you don't know what they're self-conscious about. Mm -hmm. Right. I think we just stop talking about other people's bodies and let them talk about it (laughs) first, you know? Um, Yeah. And even even to the point of a pregnant woman, like, you don't ask somebody if they're pregnant. I've been asked if I was pregnant before, and I've never been pregnant. Like, it's I know. At my my bridal shower. Well, that it's happened more times than just that too. Yeah, but I mean, that was geez, ten years ago. To my insecurities. Yeah, I know. I've I've actually gotten asked that too, a couple times, and it's like until you literally see a crowning head, do not ask. <laughs> you don't see it. <laughs> Do not ask if somebody is pregnant, right? Just allow them to tell you. And a lot of times it'll be postpartum, right? You don't, you don't just immediately bounce back to the body that you had before and you can still, you know, look pregnant, you know, for a while. And that's, I think uh, I've never been pregnant, but I've talked to many of my friends who have had kids and that's a really self-conscious time for them. And then if people make any type of small comment, it's just, it's very triggering and it's an emotional hormonal time anyway, right? With not a lot of sleep, a whole new routine, a whole new identity. And then you throw on something like that and it just can be too much. So stop commenting on people's bodies, you know? Seriously. Or like that time, of course, but then like people might have um I have a friend who has a ton of allergy issues and eating different foods causes her body to react in a different way whether it's like a stomach bloating issue or her throat closes up or her skin breaks out or whatever it is like it could be something like that or it could be somebody who enjoyed themselves over COVID and you know is bloated and has gained some weight like you, you just don't know 
You just don't know. Right. You just or don't it could be know. somebody who's lost a baby too. Like Yeah. It's just inappropriate to ever um comment on someone's body, but it happens all the time and people constantly say things that they shouldn't and make judgments that they really have no place judging. Um which obviously all contributes to our body issues as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And so. that's something that I was talking about last week when I talked to those a bunch of 10th graders about self-love is when somebody, when you're a bully, right? I've been bullied and I also have bullied other people, right? We all do when we're young. Mm-hmm. And when you bully I somebody, the girl who didn't play, de- she didn't wear deodorant. That's the only time I think I bullied somebody. <laughs> Maybe she had a condition. I have no idea. <laughs> she was in fifth grade and didn't wear deodorant. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did in sixth grade. What I can't actually remember, like what I've bullied people about. I don't. I'm was never a real big bullier, but anytime I did, it was really just to deflect attention from myself. Right or something that I was maybe jealous of, or want you know, or you're wanted, or you're insecure about your own self, so you attack the other person for it, Uh, or you don't want the negative attention yourself. So, sorry, person next to you, you're getting the brunt of it. Sorry, you know, and and that's not right. But it's never about the actual person. Like no troll on the internet actually cares actually cares, stays awake at night, loses sleep, writes in their journal about whatever they commented on your picture about, you know? Right, right, right. But it was mean to that person and it probably impacted whoever they were commenting on. Yeah. To be fair, to be clear, I wasn't bullying this girl. I just didn't want to play with her because she's (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to make a public apology? (laughs) Can we send her this podcast? (laughs) <laughs> she's probably one of those all natural girls now, you know, like the, you make your own deodorant and things. I've, I've tried that route. It did. It did not work. Um, <laughs> zero out of 10 recommend. <laughs> anyway, we were talking, you know, we were kind of getting into the, this, you know, fitness mix of people, you know, they, they work out a lot and, and even this pertains to people who don't, but this fine line of plastic surgery and even, you know, fillers and, and Botox. And I mean, you can go as, uh, as, you know, simple as hair dye, right? Mm-hmm. Hair extensions, all the things. And it's kind of like, what do you say about that? Should I, should I get, you know, should I get this procedure or should I be happy with myself? I actually have a couple clients who this, this, has come up multiple times um, about facelifts. Like, should I get the facelifts or should I just be happy with myself? Like where, you know, where's this fine line, right? So I wanted to ask Elena and she agreed to share her own story about your journey with plastic surgery. Yeah. Um, I can't believe I'm talking about this, but Um, I obviously openly will tell anybody anything they want to know. I always, I've always been self-conscious about my body um, and always said, I just want to get liposuction. I just want to do this. You know, I just want to get rid of this tummy fat that I have, that I've always had, that I've carried with me, even when I lose weight and, you know, 
it's still there. Um, so I was dating somebody last year who, um, amongst, you know, many other people that I've dated <laughs> made, he was very, felt very free to make a comment about my body, which I don't appreciate, but, um, he ultimately said, well, maybe it's just something you can't fix. Maybe, you know, you could always get surgery. And I was like, I'd always considered it in the back of my head, but I never really considered it and looked into it. Mm -hmm. So um, in 2021, I started uh, seeing a couple doctors about consultations. Um, I was really thin in 2021, happy with where I was, minus this like stomach situation um, that I just couldn't get rid of. Like no matter like great eating, working out all the time. I am that person who typically works out six or seven days a week. Um, and I, when I gain weight, it's because I'm not eating healthy. I, I think we promised to talk about the food pyramid, but. yeah, Oh yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> That's the root of our problems. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's funny because I actually started undergrad as, um, as a food science and dietetics major and we had a class that like focused so hard on the food pyramid. I was like, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. I can't do this. And for anybody who listens to this podcast regularly, they probably know that Meg was a dental hygienist for a long time. And I actually wanted to get into dentistry. And so mm -hmm. I switched my major to biology and I could not pass chemistry to save my life. So uh, that's, that's hard. a little sidebar. <laughs> that's a rough one. It's a little sidebar, but um Anyway, so I went ahead and uh, met with a couple of different doctors and um, really ended up vibing with the doctor that I ultimately went with and had, I mean, I haven't had a baby. Um, so a lot of times, unless you have a significant, significant amount of weight gain and then subsequent weight loss, you don't need a tummy tuck. Um, but I did get liposuction and then my uh, breasts were uneven, so I wanted to get them fixed. I didn't want anything crazy, but I wanted a good shape, and um, and I wanted a flat stomach. And it's something I'm still dealing with, um, trying to you know heal from the surgery. But um, yeah, I mean it, it. It's crazy. It's a. It's definitely a major surgery. I definitely think it's important that people do answer um, like mental health questions, honestly, when they go into it. Um, but I do feel like, um, you know, I have a couple friends who have looked into getting their mommy makeovers because they have had kids. And I think it's great. I think you should do what makes you happy, but make sure you do research, make sure you like your doctor, make sure you're in a good place with yourself when you get it done. Um, and a lot of people have great results. I've been dealing with some scar tissue issues. So that's my personal story, but I don't think, I think I'm, it's, it's not what happens to everybody. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with the results so far. There have been times when I've been like, what did I do? Just because the scar tissue situation is driving me nuts, but I'm confident that I'll get to the other side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's been a couple of months, nine, nine months or so, six, seven, nine months, something like that. Yeah. Um, and you were always somebody who worked out, like you said, six, seven days a week. Uh, 
what what do you think are these questions? You know, I think I don't think it has to be this whole thing of you either work out and you're really, really fit or you don't work out at all and you get plastic surgery. I think there's a lot of taboo yeah. around that alone, you know, yeah. of you can do both, right? You right. you can still work out and still not get a result that you want and, you know, go that route of plastic surgery. I don't think it has to be a, oh, this or that, right? But right. what well, – and- Okay. Um, I think there's, you know, once again, a lot of judgment, people are judging body types. There's a lot of judgment Mm -hmm. around the decision to go ahead and get, you know, whatever surgical procedure that you want to get. Um, and there's a lot of assumptions and, uh, I think it prevents people from talking openly about their choices that they made, just like putting a filter on your pictures. I mean, you don't have to tell anybody about it. And by no means am I saying that everybody should you know, get out there and talk about what they've had done. Um, But I think it's healthy for there to be, you know, real open conversation about it. And for people to understand, like, you know, you're not going to see somebody one day and then all of a sudden they're different. I mean, there's months of work that goes into it. Um, Months of recovery, a lot of, a lot of that stuff that goes into it. But. Well, here's a potential hot take. Do you think. And not, I don't think any, you should have to do this, right? Mm-hmm. But do you think that if you would answer the question, would you tell people that you got plastic surgery? If you would tell them no, should you get it? If the person asked me if they should get it? If, if somebody was like, hey, did you get plastic surgery? If you were to yeah. say, like, I would naturally want to say no, would you advise that person to not get plastic surgery? Um, I don't really understand the question. <laughs> like, I guess, I'm just, like, 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 if somebody came up to me and said, asked me if I had plastic surgery, and I said no, mm-hmm. and tell them not to get plastic surgery, or just like, would you? It's kind of like looping into the mental health thing, you know, would that be something to consider? Like, oh, if somebody asked me, oh, did you, did you get plastic surgery? And not somebody like you like got plastic surgery, you know, and I'm talking about like a friend or an acquaintance. Like if you were to say like, oh no, I I didn't, I didn't get it. Do you think that you, is that a sign or a question that you could ask yourself? Like, should I get plastic surgery? Am I really doing this for me? Oh yeah. Um, I mean, if you're, if you're lying about it, that's one thing that's interesting. If you're, which I, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not a good liar. I don't lie about things. So I couldn't really see myself going that route. Um, If somebody asked me and I just looked really good after like, I don't know, whatever, my body just suddenly changed. Um, I would probably be self-conscious about, is that what you're asking? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Should I do this? Like, yeah, I think I would be self-conscious about it. I, um, about like saying like, oh, I got plastic surgery. Cause again, there's more taboo around getting plastic surgery. Right, right, right. I think it's almost like, I mean, somebody asking that question is kind of like the, are you pregnant question? It's just like, oh, yeah. your body's different. I'm going to make an assumption and I'm going to ask you about it. And it's like, people just need to stay in their lane. <laughs> yeah. But like when I, you know, 
I don't know. Sometimes it just comes out and I'm just like, oh yeah, I, I got this and I did that. And I think it's, I mean, the mental health part that I would be more concerned about is somebody who's just like not stable in knowing who they are and why they want to make that change. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. um, if they, you know, maybe are thinking one thing one day and then a different thing the next day, or they're trying to have a body that looks like we were talking about the Kardashians in the last episode. If you're just suddenly like, I want to look like Kim Kardashian. And the next day you're like, I want to look like Kate Moss. It's like, hmm. Probably should. There are doctors who will do it, but do you really want to see that doctor? Probably not. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and I think that's a good point of, um, asking the question, why am I doing this? You know? Yeah. Like if you're sitting there saying like, oh, I can't, you know, no one's going to like me if I look like this or he'll, he'll like me if I get a breast augmentation or this or that. If you're, if your source of, you know, if you're, you're motivated by what it's going to do for other people right, or right. how it might affect other people, then I would say that's probably not a good indicator that you should do it. You know, um, what was, what was your reasoning? What was your big push in connection with your why of, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. Cause I know it's a very scary process to even just say, Oh yes, I'm going to do this. Um, so it was twofold, uh, realizing that it was something I could do. And, um, there were a couple of people who I'm very close to that have had procedures done. Um, and so once I realized that these people who I never in a million years guessed would have guessed, um, maybe not necessarily the same things that I had done, but that they had, um, you know, fixed something they were unhappy with. I was like, Oh my God, like I can do this. And then it's just kind of like attacking that unknown. Like what is the price? What does the, you know, what does this look like for me? Um, Is this realistic? Um, Is this going to solve the problem that I'm looking to solve? Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, having people you can confide in when you're trying to make this decision that aren't going to judge you. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I have a couple friends that are looking into it or have recently done things and the judgment is everywhere. And it's like, you're pregnant and your body goes totally, I don't know, an opposite way. Like you've never, it goes through a lot and it's really impressive. And if you want to get back to a certain place, like it might not be realistic for you to think, oh, if I lose this much weight, I'm going to get there. Like you can lose weight, but you're still going to maybe have extra skin unless you're hashtag blessed. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like you're going to have the extra skin or like whatever it is. And skin, you know, as we get older, we lose collagen, right? So it loses its elasticity. It's just like biology. And you can do something that'll make you feel better. But if you're doing it, for somebody else besides yourself, then I don't, I would evaluate, you know, Mm -hmm. going ahead with that procedure, but it's not Mm -hmm. like, it's not like Botox or Dysport where you can stop doing it. Okay. 
where it's going to come back. Like you're, you know, if you stop doing, if I stop getting disport in my forehead, my wrinkles will come back and my face movement will come back. Um, but if, you know, once you make a change to your body, it's pretty much done. <laughs> like you can't right. Really- the implants will be in there until you take them out. Right. 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 Um, so and also I will say, um, a week after I made the decision or after I had my surgery, I had a friend who did it for very different reasons. And she had a double mastectomy because she had, um, family history breast cancer. Yeah. So she, um, documented her whole journey as well, which is, I mean, I don't know. It almost makes you feel a little guilty for doing it because you want something that is symmetrical in my case, symmetrical, um, and you know, the same size and whatever, but, um, people have all different reasons for doing plastic surgery and whether they want to share that journey with you or not, it's, uh, really none of your business. <laughs> right. Like it kind of goes back to the whole stay in your lane thing because, you know, it's like, you just, you never know. First of all, I want to, you know, when you told me initially, said, Hey, I'm thinking about this. What do you think I should do? My first initial thought was I wanted to make sure you were doing it for you. Cause I know, you know, you had told me about you, the guy you were dating at the time and the comments that he was making. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I, and to be fair, he made a lot of, I mean, he'd made rude comments or just, I don't even know that he knew he was being rude. He just said, that's even worse. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was. I mean, to be honest, yes, it was worse. But then you can't fix um, that, right? Or apologize for it if you don't know you're doing it. I'm like, that's actually well, worse. Yeah. I I fixed it. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's how you fix it. Bye. Um, it's like I saw this funny. Speaking of disport, the med spa that I go to posted. Do you like the guy's like? Do you really need disport? And the girl's like, Do I really need you? <laughs> boy <Happy> bye <laughs> yeah. oh that would have been a great valentine's day post. but so I, I it's just it's judgment right so you tell you told me that you were thinking about it i had known that you know literally for years we've had this conversation of you know i, I want to lose weight i want to lose weight i want to lose weight and also just a, taking a side note here thank you so much for coming on and being vulnerable enough to share your story on the internet. So I really yeah. appreciate this. And I know Use my code name that no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alana. <laughs> it's Alana. <laughs> no one will know. <laughs> it's Alana. Um, but no, I, I knew, I knew this had been something that you've been thinking about for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And my biggest thing was, are you going to be happy? You know, honestly, I think this is a little off topic, but whenever I got divorced, which is another thing I think people should stay in their own lane about, (laughs) it's a whole other podcast, but it, you know, I had told my family members and it was not really well received, right? A lot of judgment. And I remember I called one of my college roommates. It had been one of these things where I hadn't talked. To, I fell off the face of the earth, right? I didn't talk to anybody because I was just in a really low place at that time. 
And she thought I was mad at her. She's asking me what's going on. So I finally called her and I told her what was up. And the first thing that she said was, are you okay? Are you happy? Yeah. The very first thing that she said. And that literally I've never forgotten that. And so now it's something that I try and pass because it meant so much to me. I'm like, oh my God, you're not going to judge me at all. All you're going to do is just really care about my happiness and my well-being. Right. So that's something that I take and I try and apply with other aspects of my life where you tell me you want plastic surgery. My biggest concern is, are you happy? Are you going to be happy? You know, are you doing this for you? Right. Mm-hmm. Versus anybody else. And I think, you know, we had a couple conversations about it and it was very, you know, it was very proven that you were doing this for you, not for your ex-boyfriend or anybody else. And I think if you can sit down and say, not just with plastic surgery, but really with any decision in your life. It's like, I am doing this for me. Yeah. You know, and I think another component of that is you're whole before plastic surgery and then after, right? You don't need it to be complete. Mm -hmm. So if that's something, if you're thinking about making a long-term serious medical condition, right? Going under is no joke, uh, anesthesia and, and the recovery is no joke either. No joke. No. And Um, you have to make sure you're doing it for you. Right. And I will say, um, I don't recommend going through a breakup a month and a couple days after you have plastic surgery. Yeah. Um, I was like, if I was in DC, I would be taking care of you. <laughs> he, he was such a bad caretaker. Um, it's not why I broke up with him, but he gone. He gone. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, after I, I have like my, my regrets would be not continuing to take care of myself and like eating well when mm-hmm. I was post op. Um, but Otherwise, I don't have any regrets about actually mm-hmm. doing the surgery. Um, I had a, a couple people also ask me that question, like, are you doing this for you or for him? And I hope people know that I'm <laughs> I'm uh, past the stage of doing things, at least like something that extreme for other people. But I mean, I do appreciate like the concern that anybody would have raised. Um, I forgot what I was going to say, but anyway, um, so what is, what is knowing and for you personally, and I know this is going to change for everybody, but what does you doing it for you? What did that, what did that sound like for you? How did you know? So it all goes back to body image, right? Like we have talked about the things that bother us. And on the plus side, this individual that I was dating made this comment, like, maybe this is what you can change for surgery. And so then I did about, I mean, I guess I did maybe six, eight to 10 months of research um, and asking questions and meeting with doctors. Um, But I think I think I just knew that it was going to 
actually change something that I had been unhappy with about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not, you know, that's not for anybody else. Like that's the way I feel like nobody else maybe would have noticed some of the stuff. Like we went to a friend's bachelorette party the summer last, I guess summer before. And I, people were like, Oh my God, you look great. And I got all these like positive comments and everything, but like, it was still that part that bothered me. Um, Mm -hmm. so ultimately like, I, I don't know what it would look like to make a decision for somebody else. Uh, because honestly it's expensive. And if you're, if they're not paying for it, (laughs) the decision is for you. So I, I just, I mean, there are a lot of mental health questions that are involved in there. And I think, um, a lot of times the doc, if you have a good surgeon, they'll be able to kind of pick out like, okay, well, what about this? Or have you tried this kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Um, over like, let's go, let's, cut you up yeah we're, we're booking your appointment tomorrow it's like wait what right. Right, <laughs> yeah right, definitely right. definitely be on the okay do not go on groupon you know like we, let's get some like reviews yeah. you know maybe a personal friend has used this person you know be safe about it right don't go to mexico yeah exactly <laughs> and i mean i have friends who won't even get botox and i think that's like I mean, that's great. Like, I don't, whether it's, they don't want to spend the money on it. I mean, here in where I live in the DC area is so much more expensive than where you are in Texas to mm-hmm. get Botox. But, um, I, I mean, I just think I'm not judging them for not getting Botox. So they shouldn't judge me for getting, getting it, you know? Right. I think it, it comes down to, you know, going back to the judgment thing and we'll kind of go into the world of fillers and Botox if you're mad about somebody else getting plastic surgery, like sure you can be concerned and worried for someone who you love, right? Of, Hey, have you thought this through? Right. That's different than, Oh my God, that person got plastic surgery or that person got a butt implant or like whatever. It's like, who cares? And what you comment and what you see and what you focus on says more about you than it does about the other person. It's like, why does this matter to you? And I think honestly, in our podcast that we talked about, uh, that we did back in October, Mm -hmm. um, we talked about how like, when you're in a bad place, you lash out on other people too. Um, And I'm not saying that was my experience, but um, I don't think it's uncommon. um, For I feel like I honestly had a great support system. Um, But yeah, like if you're maybe you're self-conscious about something, but you're mad that somebody else is doing something about it. It's the same thing that's going to hold you back everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then the other thing I was going to say is that in the episode, the first episode of the body image conversation, everybody's different. Like every body is different. Mm-hmm. Um, tall, short, have hips, don't have hips, whatever. You have thick thighs, you know, maybe your thighs don't touch, like all these different things. Like just because something works for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone. You know, like Mm -hmm. everybody's body metabolizes things differently. Everybody's, you know, some people don't need to work out and they can eat junk food and they're still, you know, tiny and whatever. Some people eat very healthy and they're bigger. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's not your 
the outsider's decision to make on behalf of somebody else. No, I agree. And I agree. It's it's like worry about yourself, you know. Yeah. And worry, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, right. Stay stay in your lane. And I actually, um, you know, I think with you know going into Botox and fillers. If something I makes have you one feel, thing to... oh yeah, go for it. Before we go to like Botox and fillers, why isn't anybody talking about how fucked up the BMI system is? Like, oh, should we go into that? Index? Yes, and where it actually came from. Yeah, but and it's still okay. something that is used. Let's do this. I don't know where it came from? Oh, I do. I recently saw this on TikTok. So you know what I'm gonna do. We're turning this into a three-part series because there is so much more to talk about. So um, stay tuned. We'll come back for part three. We'll talk about BMI. We'll talk about uh, Botox fillers. We're going to talk about uh, the food pyramid. We still have to get to that. And then even just, you know, um, those those solutions that we talked about in, in episode one, uh, we still have to get to those. But there's just so much content because honestly, so many people just, there's just so much with body image. So stay tuned for part three. That'll uh, be coming on soon. And, you know, we'll, we'll close out the same way we always close out. I know I believe that you can create your life. You can create your fate. Alina believes the same thing. And if we could leave you with just one thing, it would be this. Expect, Expect. good things and they will happen oh wait always oh my god i messed it up (laughs) always and they will happen (laughs) (laughs) i know always oh my gosh see just be a co-host at this point so all right well that's all we got for you today and we will see you back for part three 